Good morning, Bill. I, I was curious if you had a chance to watch any of the NFC title game. Um, saw some of it. Mm-hmm. Any, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know you'll the coaches film. I just kind of watched the game on TV a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty impressive performance by Philadelphia. Yeah, I know you'll you'll get into them a lot more here as the next couple days unfold. Um, what are what but what are just sort of some initial thoughts on a Super Bowl matchup against? Um, Doug Peterson, the Eagles. Yeah, I think I really need a little, little more time on that one. Um, and then, and then the follow up on yesterday. Um, a couple people just have noted the environment at the Gillette for the game. I was curious, did anything stand out to you on just the environment yes, uh, yesterday? I thought there was a lot of energy in the, uh, in the stadium. Sure did. Uh, next question, Mike Petraglia, uh, followed by Anthony Bluzia. Morning, Bill. I want to uh, ask you a couple of que- or one question about um, the decision to punt uh, twice uh, in the third quarter. I believe it was 17-10 at the time on, on both of those situations, fourth and four at Jacksonville 47 and the fourth and two at the Jacksonville 46. How much discussion was there? Uh, between uh, possibly going for it or doing what you actually wound up doing and punting the ball? And what went into that? Uh, yeah, I don't think there was a lot of discussion. Uh, I just felt like that was the best thing for us to do, both those situations. Did the way your defense was playing uh, factor into that um, in terms of the field position? Uh yeah, I guess so. And and one more thing, if I might, um, the the way you guys were able to uh, handle the run game, especially in the fourth quarter, and uh, keep them pinned back in the uh, in their own end of the field. What stood out to you on film about the way you guys played run defense? Uh, we just I'd say we were just better at everything in the fourth quarter. All the way across the board, we made plays in all three areas of the game. Just seemed to be at a higher level of execution in the fourth quarter. Um, we we're better offensively. We we're better defensively. We made plays in the kicking game and kickoff coverage, punt return. So, you know, I think our guys are in good condition. Um, they certainly seem to have enough energy and stamina to go out and have our best and most productive plays in the fourth quarter when it mattered the most. So, I don't know. Thank you, Bill. Next question, Anthony Galuzia, followed by Jim McBride. Hi, Bill. Uh, I was wondering if you can describe the impact uh, Ricky Jean-Francois has had uh, in the room for the, for the defensive lineman, just the veteran experience that he brings to this team, obviously, having, having been to the Super Bowl before in San Francisco, um, and, and on the field, why he's, he's been able to pick things up so quickly and have an impact in such a short time. Uh, well, you know, Ricky does have experience. Um I don't think being in a Super Bowl really has anything to do with it. We have a lot of guys that can say that. I don't, I don't know if 
he's just he's a smart guy. He's worked very hard to pick up our uh, system. Um, he's given us a, a really solid level of play in the running game and the passing game. He's a smart player. He's got good instincts. He recognizes plays uh, well, especially some sometimes some more difficult to recognize type of plays or plays that are designed to throw you off his his ability to, to see those is, is good but he's he's worked hard to learn our system and um, pick up the fundamentals and techniques that we've we've tried to utilize and glad we have him he's done a good job uh, next question Jim McBride followed by Rich Carpenter uh, good morning, Coach. I know you touched on this a little bit after the game yesterday, but I'm, I'm wondering how impressed you've been by Ryan Allen's consistency, uh, not only yesterday uh, in pinning the opponent back, but uh, pretty much this whole postseason and, and kind of the second half of the season. Uh, yeah, Jim, agreed. Agreed. Um, Ryan's done a good job for us um, in both the backup punting when we need uh, distance and, and net punting. Uh, to really be maximized because of the field position, but also in the plus 50 type areas where uh, it's a lot more about um, skill and ball placement and hang time and uh, really, really ball placement is and hang time are really two key things there uh, in that area of the field more than, than obviously distance. And he's done a real good job of that. Um, He's been able to move the ball around a little bit. Um, not always kicking it in the same place, and that that's always tough on a on the returner and the return team. So he's yeah, he's he's done a real real good job for us. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, last two questions will be Rich Garvin and Phil Perry. Go ahead, Rich. So I was wondering just. Um, Ask, um, just wondering if you could just tell me what you saw on uh, Jamie Mandola converted the uh, the third and 18 catch in the in the third quarter there, and then at the end of the game, uh, Stephon Gilmore was defending a fourth and 15, and just um, what you saw in each of those plays in terms of um, what Danny and, and Stephon did. Well, Danny, um, on the third and uh, 18, they were in. Um, quarters kind of coverage and so he got behind the linebackers uh, and safeties and kind of split the safeties got inside of the the strong safety and there's a hole there kind of between the strong safety and the free safety that was a little bit in front of the safeties and a little bit behind the linebackers and Tom made a, made a real good throw Tom stepped up and uh, saw him and made a good throw and Danny went down and you know, made a good good catch on a low ball that probably needed to be thrown low because of the, the proximity of the defenders. So it was just really a well, well-executed play by those two players. And um, that was a big drive, obviously a catalyst on that touchdown drive. That was a big drive to get a good big play to get us going on that drive. Uh, last question would be Phil Perry. And then just, uh, if I could just, Phil, just in, on the other end of that, the Stephon Gilmore play. Um, oh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was, uh, <clears throat> we were in a man-to-man -man coverage, and um, 
you know, those are those over routes can be uh, tough routes uh, against that type of coverage because the receiver has a lot of space and can kind of run away from the defender. Defender doesn't really have any leverage, and um, about all the defender can do is either keep up with the route or, which a lot of times a good throw and a good catch can result in a completion there or undercut it and make a tougher throw and and uh, a tougher play to execute for the quarterback. And and um, Stefan's got very – he's got a good feel for that. He's got a lot of experience uh, doing it, and he's got a good feel for uh, running with a receiver or trying to undercut the receiver. Uh, based on the route and the individual skills of the receiver and the quarterback and so forth, and um, I thought he made a made an outstanding play. Um, he was in in really good position, and then he's long. He's got good length and uh, was able to pretty easily uh, reach out and not easily, but I mean he you know he didn't have to leave his feet. He had enough length to to run and stretch and and make the play on the ball. So. Just an outstanding play. I thought, thought Stefan played well for us yesterday. Thank you. Welcome. Last question to Phil Perry. Hey, Bill. I uh, just wanted to ask you about the James White touchdown at the end of the half um, where you had the completion to Cooks, and then it looked like you guys kind of hurried to the line there to get another snap off. Was, was the tempo there? Um, maybe a way to prevent Jacksonville's defense from getting their goal line group out there. I know you guys were obviously without Rob at that point. Right. Yeah, well, there wasn't a whole lot of time um, left at that point. I don't I don't know what they what they would have done. I I don't think they would have put goal line out there unless we had put our goal line out there. I mean, I don't know that for sure, but I, I don't think they would have done that. Um, and we just felt like there was an advantage to, to moving, moving quickly on that. Um, Tom, Josh did a good job of, Getting the situation set up, Tom did a good job of of executing it. You know, getting the getting things set up the line of scrimmage and and uh, making sure that we had a good play when the ball was snapped. Because sometimes when you go fast on a play like that, you can end up running right into something as much as you can end up running away from it. So um, it was really pretty well executed all the way around, and James made a good run. But I, I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have been able, or would have even wanted to sub in their goal line, no, unless unless we had done it first. So. Right. Got it. And remember, in the two minute situation, there's no, there's no defensive match. So any subs you make in a two minute situation, you're on your own. Whereas, at any other time, the other the other 28 minutes they each have. Um, the umpire will step in there and give the defense an opportunity to, to match the subs, right? Right. In the two-minute situation, there's no match. So trying to trying to sub a goal line unit on, if they're not subbing, 
uh, if the offense isn't subbing is a pretty be kind of a risky thing to do because you're you, you could do it anyway and and struggle with the tempo of the play but with no hold up at all by the umpire just the ability of the offense to go right to the ball and snap the ball to snap go to the line and snap the ball that would really make it tough um I could really make it tough to make that substitution. Um, so, thanks, Bill. Like to... Yep, you're welcome.